And thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream, a political talk show that has gotten so all over the place this week. And if you are a returning listener, subscriber, or viewer, thank you so much. We know the conversations and the subjects that we talk about are challenging. That's why we talk about them. We know you're not going to agree with everything we're discussing. That's why we discuss them. Um, when I first put this show together, I, I, I came out of incarceration and I was suicidal. And, you know, I, as a business owner, was going through some stuff and I got uh, locked up. They were doing sort of this sort of quota thing. And I was basically being charged with four felonies. So this show is something very, very personal for me. It gave me a reason to continue and to build my media company. And, that, and this is one of the reasons I'm an entrepreneur. I had a vision. I was blessed with a vision. I prayed. That's what came. I take pride in being open to having the other point of view there. And I want to make sure that people don't come onto this program and feel bullet. So first of all, I'd like to apologize to my co-host for yesterday's show because as a co-host, I need to acknowledge him when he wants to speak first. So please accept my humble apology for that. I'm still learning how to have a co-host, so this is a learning process. One of the reasons why Samuel is here is so that if I should become a little too marginalized in my point of view, he's able to say, well, hey, wait a minute, now let's challenge this. Now Samuel's an independent and I'm an independent, but, I, but I'm progressive independent and I'm just gonna call Samuel an eccentric independent because I'm not sure quite what's going on there, you know, but as a, as a male of color, he feels very, very comfortable with supporting Trump and he has his reasons. And I'm wondering if the KGB or the FBI had a conversation with Kirk because things are changing quicker than I know. I might, I might have to put him in the independent seat, I guess, I don't know. We, um, today's subject is the cost of deportation and the mi migrant conundrum. <laughs> When I discuss these subjects, I ask questions in order to invoke the thought process. And in these questions, when one speaks, sometimes I have to stop them because something got missed or they'll try to brush over something and we need to bring it back. And sometimes they'll personalize that and say, you cut me off. I did cut you off. Sometimes the host will have to cut you off. Um, but that doesn't mean you cut me off or you just don't get invited back. So. Uh, with today's conversation, I'm going to reiterate the fact that if we are personalizing something and attacking people personally, what does that say about us? I know who I am. So uh, I'm a big boy and I can, I can take it. But can y'all get it back? So let's, let's try not to be personal when we're discussing here. And we're usually pretty good about it. But we've had a challenging week. 
it's mercury retrograde. Apparently that affects communication, commerce, and people's ability to be polite and have some common sense. <laughs> so my first question is, is it possible for the U.S. to have an open economy with South and Central America? I really, I really wish Mirka was on the conversation today, but Samuel. I'll do. I'll just. You. I'll just yeah. have to do. Mirka's <laughs> not here. I'll just have to do. Is so, oh. is it possible for the U.S. to have an open economy with South and Central America? Depends on which country. That's what I was thinking. Why is that? Well, we can't do anything with Venezuela at the moment. Venezuela is socialism. But Madrid, uh, what's his name? Maduro? Maduro is hurting his people badly. So no, not every country is it possible right now. Things have to be done. Things, things need to be in place. Right. And I'm gonna say something that's so politically correct. Oh, wow. My African brothers and sisters and these nations on the motherland, my Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters from Mexico, Central, and South America, why is it all of these countries run by people of color and it's just chaos? Why is that? Well, is it because, so, they get... because they were colonized. I mean, it's colon, colon, they colonization col creates yeah, chaos. Yes. And yes. when, pe when people are weakened, it creates desperation. And when people are desperate, they want to go to where it's not weak. So I, your point is well taken, Cherokee. No, I can't. Oh. What happened? Nobody's so, talking. Yeah, oh. I, I, I wrote this question, and I want to make sure that I rephrase it uh, properly. So my question is, is when Trump says something that violates the Constitution, because he's asked for certain things um, and he's made certain announcements that are in clear conflict with the Constitution. And in this immigration uh, sense here, we have had um, ICE officers going into courts and the courts are like, excuse me, you're in my courtroom. I have jurisdiction, jurist, judge, jurist, and therefore you cannot take this person out. And we've seen ICE officers act in ways that violate the Constitution, but because Trump has set the mandate for certain things, it's created confusion. He doesn't know constitutional law. Most, most presidents either know the law or they have people around them that know the law. Trump has Kirk, Kirk Adair, what would you say that Trump's background is on constitutional law? He doesn't have one. Uh, Trump is a businessman. Right. He constitutional uh he has advisors on constitutional law but then again a lot of the organizations like uh ice which were not started under his administration um actually act beyond their um jurisdiction and once they do that it's incredibly hard to rein them in because then it becomes case by case city by city so um, the responsibility for a lot of the ICE transgressions are the guys that, the, the, the officers at the very top of the ICE organization. 
And it does act very much like the Gestapo. And it, that has been from before his administration. That was enacted actually under uh, Bush Jr. And then Obama, uh, the Clintons and Obama carried it through. I'd like to, I'd like to ask an off the cuff question. Is there anybody on this panel that feels that the government should be better than what it is? Is what? Is there anyone on this panel that feels the government should be expanded beyond its current capacity? Uh, no. You know, uh, constitutionalists believe in sticking to the Constitution. I believe the Constitution should be written because of that three, three-fifths black thing, African-American, enslaved, property, whatever. Um, it needs to be updated. It needs to be updated to reflect what the citizens are today. It was written before most of us, well, most of us, well, our ancestors were not free at the time. So it, it yeah. does need to be right or or. Amend some new some new amendments. It's funny because I was in church recently, and the bylaws of the church uh, on a particular on President's Day require you to read a statement and then give it to the president. When I heard them say that in my church, I nearly got up and walked out. Uh, but that's something the founder of our church put in place, and therefore it was said, and I I got through the service. Uh, but Samuel, Kirk has offered some clarity. Do you see where the confusion might be? <clears throat> um, yeah, I can't really answer that question right now. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes when Kirk speaks, the clarity ain't so clear. So, yeah. Kirk is cool. I'm not dissing him at all. Please don't think I'm dissing, but sometimes I don't follow Kirk. Okay. So when Kirk explained about ICE, possibly overstepping their intended role, what did you not understand? Okay. Um, because I don't think many people are clear on their intended role. Right? Where? Okay, my understanding is ICE is meant to, uh, uh, what's it, illegal, no, immigration, something enforcement. Immigration, and, uh, customs, 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 yes. Customs enforcement. So we have police who enforce the law. We have FBI who's supposed to enforce the law. We have CIA enforce the law overseas. Yeah, so if ICE is meant to do it within the boundaries, and I think that their job is supposed to be with the illegals also maybe in tandem with what's it called tsa or something tsa Div tsa uh, like at the airports and everything nsa national security that's homeland security right yes homeland. you're thinking about homeland security yeah, yeah. Well, so i'm thinking that they're doing their jobs but but where does their job end and where does it begin for the state now, Samuel, on the last program, I used two words, accountability and communication. And I was thrown into the fryer and served on, with a, as a side with a burger and a pickle. 
But you are now confirming that there are issues with communication. No, you are confirming it, sir. No, I'm, my thing was with understanding. I don't understand enough about ICE. I understand that they were uh, predominantly set forth to go out there and collect on the illegal immigrants, MS-13, things like that. I understand that part. You want to understand the jurisdictions? I don't understand the jurisdictions, and I don't understand what they are sort of, um, what is their directive as of now? Right. And I think, um, Samuel, the point is, is that most audience members wouldn't understand it either. Right. Unless you work within the government, but when we're in courtrooms, disrupting the flow of a, of a trial, you know, you might need someone to mm -hmm. be a witness in a domestic violence case or a murder or a robbery. And the person is not willing to do that. We're working so hard to get rid of everybody. Everybody. You're poor and hungry, don't come, because I ain't got no room for you. I got plenty of land in Missouri, but it ain't for you. Your economy's a hot mess. Well, then you know what? Vote the right people in. You might get a bullet to your head or a knife in your back trying to vote, but that's not our problem. That's your problem. I think that you're, 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 first you're generalizing. You're, pers like, you're, you're personalizing you're, again. You're personalizing it's again. It's your example. Speaking, I'm on your example. I am on your example. I'm giving you examples. They're not my examples. They're simply examples of things that have been said. Okay, let me try to reword this. I don't think that it's exactly how you just perceived it to be. What I think okay. is that any one of us, I'm going to use Cherokee, but, um, but don't be upset. Yeah. I'm going to say something. But no, 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 no. You know what I just realized? What? You said Cherokee. She perked up. Um, I'm going to need you all. I told you. I told you. I'm going to need you all to get a room after the program. I told you. Okay. I was curious uh -huh. to hear what he was going to uh -huh. say. Uh-huh. Okay. This is about the eighth that. time out of she ten was half times. Sleep. Sam requests, Sam requests <laughs> the first question to Cherokee. You know, brother, there are other panelists here, okay? Wow. Wait till y'all hear my what's in my mind, too. Shit. I want to hear Oh, oh gosh. All right. Put your Go attention kids. now. <laughs> kids, hold your ears. Cherokee. Your home has four walls and a door. Mm -hmm. And you got in some windows. In a bed. In a bit. Mm -hmm. that coming. That's part of it, Brian. So your mm -hmm. your window, your 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 apartment have four four walls, windows, and a door. And if, that's called jail. If, I didn't see any bars. <laughs> stop stop regressing, okay? If someone wants to come into your home, mm -hmm. How would you feel if you were asleep at night, left your window cracked, and I slipped through the window and spooned you at night? Mm. Like, would that make you a little uncomfortable? She might oh, like that. Well, if you're getting it, well, if you're getting in my bed, that's one thing. Because if you're getting in my bed, we better be making love. Okay. So I said. Okay, but 
I would have a problem with that because mm -hmm. I don't, migrants. I, I don't just let people come in my house anyway. Right. You have to go through the doorman, and the doorman has a list of people who cannot even don't even ring my buzzer. Wow. So, but, but but Samuel, interesting. Wait 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 wait. wait. I want to finish the point, Marky. Mm -hmm. The point is edit. Need to go into. I need permission to go into into see you, Cherokee. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. Okay, if I came in any other way without you knowing about it, that would be wrong. There's, there's you, actually you, a hammer. There's a the hammer right. by my bed because I have, have a window right, right there. Right, yeah. you have the right to get upset with me, don't you? Yes. Okay. You yeah. know something? I'm I'm hearing where you're going with this. Let me say this, and I brought this up before. The term <laughs> Latino. The, the term Latino doesn't mean anything. I, it's something the government came up with to identify people by a common language. We don't call everyone that speaks English, English. No, it's a race thing. It's race. But, it's but, 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 but Latino is not a race. It's several races to the definition of race. And even the concept of race, it's something created by the government. So right, Latino was created by Nixon in the 60s to identify people of African, Aboriginal, and Caucasian descent. Right. But of course, as usual, we put the European precedent above everything else, even though Europe's not a continent, it's connected to a larger body, which would make it Eurasia. Is that a rant? Anyway. At the moment. Yeah, anyway. So these people have a background of migration, generations. Right. And if I'm hungry and you have a garden and I haven't eaten for weeks, I'm probably gonna steal a tomato or some apples. I might even kill the, the squirrel or the rabbit that's running through your yard in order to eat. So it is very easy, I would think, for someone who is not desperate to say to a drowning person, why did you grab me and pull me underwater? Well, I wasn't thinking. I was desperate. I was dying. So when people are starving or when people are afraid for the safety of their children, they're going to take very, very drastic measures. So if you come to my house and tell me that you're hungry, Samuel, you know what I'm going to do? What you going to do? I'm going to say, sit down for dinner and let's talk. Let's figure okay. out how we could work together. Let me see what I need. Let me see what you know. And let me see how we can work together. I'm not going to call you a rapist. I'm not going to call you a drug dealer. And as a matter of fact, if you're selling drugs, well, marijuana serves a purpose. The cocoa plant serves a cocus. As a matter of fact, opium serves a purpose. And I don't know who you're sleeping with. And I'm not really interested who you're sleeping with because that's none of my business. Now, if you're coming in as my neighbor and you violate my home, well, then that's a different conversation. Isn't entering your home illegally a violation to your home? Well, this pro here's the problem. They're not well, entering your home. Entered, they're, sure. entering, they're not entering your home. They're entering in your shared land that our that's ancestors, that's the issue. our ancestors came in and sort of came in and swapped up, uh, swooped up and then said, well, we're going to establish laws now. You can leave. Oh, you don't want to leave? Then you can die. We, are you interested in smallpox? I got a great smallpox blanket for you. Every country 
One in every color. Every country. They didn't have. They didn't have an option. Our ancestors. They didn't have an option. Native or black. They didn't have an option. But I'm also uh, European. So those ancestors. Oh. He's. He's. You know. He's. He says he's Eastern European. He looks like he came from Egypt, though. But anyway. Every country have borders. Every country have rules to those borders. Every country have rules to entry. Rules to entry and to exit. So why should someone come into this country or any country without following those rules? Because this country was built on immigrants. Immigrants came in. But legal immigrants. No, what? They weren't legal. They weren't. what, what, what What? How do you determine they were legal? Italians, there were no rules telling them they couldn't come. Sure there were. No, there weren't. They there came were on boats, the they, went through, they went through the island, and they were here. And, and they then, settled and then in, they had to, in and Little And they had to go and swear their allegiance to America. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah we, we do agree. There, there are laws now. That's true. And people do that's have to come in legally. Now, now hold on, because that leads me to my next question. The laws change now. Why are we still, and I'm going to direct this to Kirk Hedera, why are we still looking down on Central and South America? Well, why Aren't just they American? Down, hmm? or, why, or why is Kirk just still looking down? Kirk! Kirk out. Kirk Hedera. Grab the salt, calling Kirk. Grab the salt, calling Kirk. You in? You out. Kirk, Kirk and Dara, my, my question was, why are we still looking down on Central and South America? Aren't they American? Well, yeah, they're native nations. They're native nations. They're first nation. Uh, but largely, they've been the dumping ground of big business and colonial imperialist um, tactics. And that's gone on for both administrations all the way through as far back as Teddy Roosevelt, and nothing is changing because the CIA is running it. Right. And that's not being addressed. Congress is not addressing the, the policies that the CIA is wreaking around the world because they're an out-of-control agency. Or just as the alphabet agency is out of control. Uh, so you're saying FBI, CIA, NSA, uh, well, I'm not listing the I'm not listing the direct alphabet letters. I think we're all on the same page as far as okay. Okay. Oh, yes. Just in case you were visited by anybody, and maybe that has to do with why you lean a little bit more pro-Trump now. I don't know. But so we, we, we have, dis- uh, one second, Samuel, we have discussed the fact that um, we are unbought and unbiased, and that there are certain things that could be discussed that may get us a knock at the door. We have discussed that. Samuel, you wanted to ask a question. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, so with the topic being on illegal immigrants, um, so how do you feel about them getting your tax dollars for nothing, going to school for free, uh, getting permission to drive cars, voting rights? Um, yeah, how do you feel okay. about that? For someone who's so this, 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 is how, this, is, this is how I feel. If I were to go to any state or country and assume authority as a foreigner, I would say I'm quite audacious. If I moved in onto your land and decided to say a land that you've been traveling back and forth across because, you know, uh, 
water is not available everywhere. Food is not available everywhere. And um, it, is, it is something that is going to become much more global. Uh, we were just dealing with sandstorms in the southeastern United States. We're dealing with famine. We're dealing with drought. People are going to need to travel from the place that they put their hitching post. Um, with that being said, Samuel, your, your question was, how do I feel? Okay. I feel that the United States has an awful lot of money that has been deposited into the banks on the backs of others. I feel that the United States has an obligation to give back what is capitalized on for so many generations. So you're talking about reparations? I'm sorry? Reparations? Mm -mm. Hope no. not, because we're talking about illegal immigrants. Right. Oh. I would hope. I would hope not either. Okay. As as a person of African American and Native American descent, I get resentful from some of my Central and South American brothers and sisters because sometimes when people are foreign and they come into the United States, they feel that black people have a problem. We have many problems. They feel that we have an issue. We have many issues. It's called a subscription. We have a subscription of issues. And we have so many things. To answer the question. Huh? Wait, can I say something? When I traveled to other countries, and I was an international model, when I traveled to other countries, when they stamp my passport, they tell me that I'm not allowed to work. I actually have to have people that are sponsoring me to give me papers so I can make money in those countries. Well, I'm going to say something, Samuel, that's going to surprise you. You ready for this? If it's the answer, that'll surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Ted Cruz is? Yeah, sure. Do you know where? He, do you know who he is? Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Ted Cruz is a Republican senator from Texas. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz was Mexico. born in Canada. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a governor who is Democratic. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, I said, let me correct myself, please. I apologize. He is a Republican mm -hmm. that was married to a Democrat of the Kennedy dynasty. Uh, and he was governor. And he's from Hungary so or something. So quite frankly, Austria. Austria. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Thank so, you. so quite frankly, if we're going to tell people to go back to shithole countries, why not tell them? You because those are jobs country. that were being taken away. They, those are jobs being taken away from American-born people. Brother, we're talking illegal immigrants. We're not mm -hmm. talking legal immigrants. But in order to become legal, you have to be allowed to go through the process. We are there still is desperation. Illegal. We are still talking illegal. Samuel, if my house is on fire, I don't care about your house being on fire. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call you, and I am not gonna wait for you to answer your door. If I have to bang down your damn door to get some water to help me put out the fire, then that's what I might do. Marky, because if my asked, house burns down, your you house is gonna burn down too. You, you even asked me my question. Uh oh, me, me, me. It's feel? not about me, Samuel. The question was, do you feel? And you said, do I feel? But you still haven't told me how you feel about illegal immigrants receiving your I answered your question. 
you that was that was an addendum to your original question. I didn't hear so the, the question was answered. I said when people come into your home, that's you not welcome answer. them. I wanted to welcome them. Mark, you know what? But they didn't come into your home. They came onto what you consider your land that's I stolen. Hope everyone, I hope everyone received clarity. I didn't, but I hope everyone else did. Is everyone Brian clear? Parker, do, Brian Parker, are you lacking clarity on what I just said? Well, I, I know it's going to sound crazy. I actually agree with Sam because I think we're conflating the two things. Because all, 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 all immigration isn't the same. And his point simply is... Right. If somebody is coming under the premise of doing something illegally, <clears throat> does everything that happens after that is it justified? Now, what I do agree with is, yeah, is that if, that's if, if not, they're but running, that wasn't if, quite the question, sir. The question <laughs> was, if they came into my home illegally, they're not no. coming to your home; they're coming country. onto your property. Country, right. country. they're Marquee. coming onto your property. But Marquis, his example would be what, where you're going more, Marquis, though, is if you were having an emergency and you banged on his front door and he saw that you were in distress and he let you in, that would be an example of legal immigration. The fact that you're coming in through the window suggests that you had no intention of coming through the right way. That makes it criminal. So that there, right, is a, there, there, is, there is a difference between home and property. And the right looks at it and uses this example and say they're coming into your home because they want to make it more personal. Um, I'd like to avoid using the words that, that stir up fear uh, because I, I've seen this administration as many others, including the Nixon campaign, uh, including McCarthy, where they use fear in order to stir the pot, stir their base. And fear is... Uh, it's, it's just, it's just a, such a poorly used weapon. It's cheap. But if someone comes onto my property and they're hungry or they need to sleep and whatever's going on, if someone's got a bullet coming at you or you're not eating, brother, come on in. Let me, let me go upstairs and get you some extra shirts and clothes and sleeping bag. But, but you're deciding whether you're going to feed them or not. And you don't I have to be actually, willing. I have yeah. to be willing. As opposed to catching them in the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> they're not, but remember, they're on your property. They're not breaking into your home. So why do we say that? They're coming onto your property. America should. And if your property, and if your property wasn't obtained, if your property wasn't obtained legally in the first place, then maybe it's not your property at all. Maybe it's share property, a cooperative. Drama. America is your home. America is your home, bro. I am a citizen of the United States of America. That's right. I am to be guaranteed certain rights. It doesn't mean I necessarily am able to uh, benefit from the privilege. All right. So you're a citizen. And you would like you. You seem to have no issue with an illegal a person crossing the borders in into into your country illegally, and then and then uh, taking on all the benefits that you're entitled to. Well, I'm the host of the show, so I'm not sure why the question is being directed to me, and we're harping on it. Conversation, but, but you made it this big discussion. Um, the discussion is, what is the cost of deportation and the migrant conundrum? Something's not working. Brian so Parker, you bring it back. You want to bring it back, Brian Parker? What should we do? Because I say it's not a home; it's property. Let, it's a, yeah, people, if people need to come in, we got land. We ain't using all this damn land. You might, you, huh? About the money. 
You want them to take your tax dollars for nothing, just for coming in? You want they're to contributing, Senior, you know they're contributing as well. They're not all coming in and coming on welfare. You're assuming they're contributing. If you don't qualify oh. for welfare, you have no choice but to contribute. You're assuming they're contributing. Well, then we're, if they're not working and they're not adding to the economy, whether it's black market or regular market, when you're adding to the economy, that's a good thing. That means that there's more dollars circulating. First assumption you made was that, they, they're, that they're leaving a distressed situation. That's the first assumption that you made, right? Mm -hmm. Because not all illegal immigrants are, are coming from a distressed situation. Okay. Right? I love it. I love it when someone on the right says something like that. That would mean that I'm making an assumption. But just like we had the conversation last week about Texas, Florida, and Arizona, which are Republican states, Brian has actually back, backed up what I said last week with, with, with even more facts, uh, facts. Because I know Sam, I was saying, well, show me a new map. You know? So, I'm just wondering, I'm wondering, and I'm trying to ask a question, why can we not have fluid borders with Central and South Americans? And I make that point because, Samuel, I've spoken with people from Chile. I've spoken with people from Argentina. I've spoken with people from Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador. And I have relationships with those people. And just two weeks ago, we had Robin Marquina come onto the program, who's a neuroscientist. And he doesn't look like a druggie or a rapist to me. But MS-13 is something that we got to deal with. So, Cherokee. Yes. We call it North America and South America, right? Yeah. All right. So if it's in North, North America or South America, it's part of the Americas, right? Right. My question is, why are we not just considering that America? Because they're not American. America is the United States of America. They are other countries in South and Northern America, whatever. Yeah, they're not, they're not, Amer we're talking about America, the United States of America. Okay. See, do you see that? The Americas, the Ameri that was during Columbus. It was the Americas, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And, and Brazilians and Venezuelans, they come here and, and if they want to stay here, they do the right thing to get here. I mean, to stay. The, the then issue. We have to Go ahead. I think South America. I was, I was going South to ask. America. Wait a minute, Samuel. Did she not just ask me to continue and you cut South, me off? South of America. Well, and he's still Cherokee, talking. Because Cherokee was saying something. She was asking me a question and you interjected. Is your point related to the question she was going to ask me? Yes. She was okay. saying, she was mentioning America and South of America. And I said, it, maybe it, it should, maybe it does mean South of America, but maybe Kirk can answer that question better than no, I can. No, no. continent is called South America. Yes, I know that. I know that. Um, I got a question about um, illegal immigrants again. May I? By all means. It's, it's, it's a slight twist. There's a lot of children that are born in this country by women who are either passing through on vacation or whatever. Right. Uh, or they're just straight up illegal immigrants and they just stayed here and got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Or um, that plan birth, plan to have their birth done here in America because they want some kind of benefit. 
Well, they want their children to be born in America because they're looking to get, they're looking for, some of them are looking for a better life. There's nothing wrong with that. Anchor, yeah. anchor, anchor babies is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's so, Sam. I never heard that term, but. Yeah, Sam, but what you're you, Sam, now I'm going to use an analogy for you. Then I'll get my question into it. Then I'll ask my question. If you take biscuits and put them in the oven and take them out, you call them biscuits once they're cooked. If you put a cat in the oven and a cat has kittens, you don't call the cat biscuits. So maybe people that are born here should not be called American. They should be called biscuits. Naturalized citizens. <laughs> Why y'all laughing at me? Because if they're born here, they are American citizens. American right. biscuits. American biscuits. <laughs> you put the cat in the oven, you don't call the kittens, you don't call the kittens biscuits just because the cats are born, the kittens are born in the oven, you don't call them biscuits. Mm, what are you I'm getting very at? hungry right now. What's, what's, what's your point, bro? I know okay, everything. Okay. For our, for our audience, Samuel Kachera is not an analogy person, so just... If you send it to me in a Twitter rant or something, it, Sam's not going to get it. So I'm just going to leave it alone. I just wanted to know if these children are born here uh, from, from someone who is illegally doing something, whether it be um, pay-to-play kind of thing, because there's a lot of Chinese that do that. Chinese will they have a business in the U.S. Where okay. They're, they're telling the people. Sam, Chinese Sam, so if, I were pregnant, if I were pregnant and had my child in France, that child would end up with dual citizenship because I am American and the child was born in France. Right. Okay. So, so, so is there a problem or not? I'm just yes. asking yes. with someone who is planning this as a yes. plan, with a plan to bring them here, have the baby so that they can be, have a benefit. Is that a yeah. problem? Yes. You, you know, it is a problem, but Samuel, you've asked, do you use, an analogy and I'm trying to relate it back to what you were just saying just don't give me biscuits <laughs> my man if my house is burning down again or my husband or my husband wants to you know wants to beat the shit out of me or there's uh, some gang that's threatening my life I gotta get the fuck out of there Got to get out. But you're assuming everybody's having this issue with a burning house. I can't assume. I'm going on what I'm being told. Well, yeah, but not everybody falls under that, that category. Right. Um, well, here's the other thing. Since you use the analogy of house, and maybe Kirk can chime in on this one. I think oh, you're going back to the, are you going back to the previous? Um, yeah, I'm using the example of the house. Because you talked about, well, if they come into your bed and they're spooning you, <coughs> We, as a country, are, stop the question. Let's rephrase. Samuel, Samuel, would you let your neighbor come into your, your, your property and tell you to get the fuck out of the house because there's a new sheriff in town? Pack your bags and go. Why would, no, why would that happen? That's not even a question. No. But that's the history of the United States. Oh. No, so how do we so assume authority? They didn't tell the anybody. They just killed them. They didn't, they didn't say, listen, we're the new sheriff. You got to And those, and those people that we, 
those people that we are describing as Latino, we're using a European term to describe First Nation people. If you were to use the term First Nation, then that would mean that they have more rights than American citizens, and they would be allowed to travel freely, as they would be before the, uh, the colonization of the navigator from Italy sailing for Spain that was so off in his controls that he called those brown people Indian, not realizing he stumbled upon a new uh, world. Yeah, the Vikings were smarter than him. Ready for I you? I mean, they came like years before and traded with them and went home and came back. Sam, and Sam, Sam just, Sam, Samuel just shrugged his shoulders. I shrug my shoulders on. I don't even. You're talking about. I, I'm trying to. Stay We're kind of go all over the place. Yeah, I'm trying to stay focused on the issue. I don't know where you went to. Are you back? Can, are you back? We're talking about. We're talking about immigration. Okay, five minutes to go. So let me do a show closeout. You know, on the last program yesterday, I had a couple of members that personalized some things. And they went and personally attacked me. Now, doesn't matter what people say, because what they say are only words. Unfortunately, some words are a lot worse than others. And the word immigration stirs up uh, heavy discussion, if not fear and panic in some people, and absolute disgust in others. But the United States is a country that was developed by clearing people out of land that was theirs. So as a person who is First Nation, amongst other things, when someone says to me, why do they need to come here? But they were already here. They would come up, they would go back down, they would come up, they would go back down because that's the cycle of migration. The same way that the Arabs do in the Middle East and the same way that the Gypsy do in parts of Europe. So if this was the way of custom for hundreds, if not thousands of years, why does the United States need to be different? We're becoming a global planet mm -hmm. and we need to think globally, but we're able to communicate better, so information is global, access is global. I have a very hard time finding out that someone's hungry or can't stay safe in their home and allowing them to stay in that bad situation. As a matter of fact, when I get off of this call, there's a man that I fed in the street and I've been feeding him. <sighs> I get a little emotional because I've been homeless and uh, I've been feeding him for seven or eight days from food that I take in that's free and given to me. And I'm seeing him after this program. And that man happens to be friends, happens to be friends with a billionaire who's friends with Trump and Bloomberg. So I end the program by saying, don't look down on people because they may be desperate. Don't criticize those that are homeless and don't, don't demonize those who happen to be poor. There are many, many factors that come into play in the country of the United States. 
we don't have a pretty reputation in our history. And that's one of the things we try to discuss here on the show, because obviously not everybody gets the same information. And that's why we talk about it openly. Thank you all so much for being part of this week's discussion. Cherokee Black, I adore you. Brian Parker, I have great appreciation for you. Samuel Kachira, I have great love for you. And I know that you've got my back. Kirk Adair, I don't know how much I can express how I appreciate your loyalty. And I have to say the same for you, Cole. Um, this is a great work in progress and it cannot move forward without the contributions of everybody. I would also like to thank our listeners and I would also like to thank our viewers. I don't know what's going to come from that conversation with the homeless man, but I know the conversation that I had with him encouraged him to call his daughter and now he has a roof over his head. That's the guy I am. Sorry to, take, sorry to get personal, but that's where we are. Have a great week, everybody. We appreciate having you. Bye-bye. Every day fly.